Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. And Calling All Sports heard on 15 stations in three states. We're going strong. 14 years of this and certainly enjoying every single day of it. By the way, uh, just a reminder, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, our Summer Skip Day, our last golf tournament's coming up on July 28th. It's a 10 o'clock shotgun at Madison Country Club. The number is 605-256-3991, and it's a shotgun. So we're limited on how many teams we can fit into the tournament. So we've already got a pretty good number of teams signed up. Uh, so if you want to play, don't wait until the last day. I What I would do is I'd call the pro shop, secure a time, and then go put a team together. I do that all the time for tournaments. You know, I, I get myself signed up. And they said, well, who are you playing with? Well, I don't know. I'll find three other people to play. And, and I do, and we have a good time. So do that. The number again is 605-256-3991, Madison Country Club, July 28th, 10 o'clock shotgun. And, uh, we have a dinner afterwards, a, a nice lunch actually afterwards. We have appetizers during the round, <clears throat> tons of prizes. Um, uh, still trying to get some South Dakota State stuff. Uh, not, not not putting any pressure on our next guest because I haven't even asked him about it. Uh, tell tell Justin when you see him to get back to me if you would, AJ. Okay. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, because you guys need to be represented there. In fact, you ought to have a, you ought to put a team together. You're not busy this time of year, are you at all? <laughs> well, I'd love to golf. I think I've golfed maybe twice. So in terms of recreational things that I get out and do, work, 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 and and, and a couple of rounds of golf. So it's been busy. Well, it's a scramble, so it doesn't matter how well you play. There's four of you. So oh, no. I'm not worried about the quality. I'm just worried about finding the time. But, yeah, no, it's fun, and, and uh, I do love to play golf when I get chances to. Well, before we talk about your experience in Mexico, uh, I, I, I've got to bring this up. It was so fun to see the the honor that uh, that Maya got, and actually Tori, too, for that matter, because they co-founded her turn, but the, the award and the grant that went toward their foundation on Monday night uh, out in Los Angeles, or Tuesday night in Los Angeles. I I, I know you're proud of your players, but they, those two have kind of gone a little further above and beyond than most. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Tori and, and Maya have really, you know, built this organization. They call it Her Turn and created it from scratch. And just so everybody kind of remembers what it is, basically they, they've started this. It's a bit of a foundation where they – sponsor, pay for uh, young girls in the Brookings community to attend some different SDSU camps, a variety of sports, really soccer, volleyball, basketball, really anything that they have interest in. And my and Tori go out and raise money for this. Now, they had to create uh, an actual, you know, company or organization, a foundation to do this. It's just not a matter of them saying, hey, we're going to do it. So they had to really put a lot of time into it, understand the tax side of it, understand the NCAA rule side of it, understand the charitable giving side of it. And I've really grown it to a point where they're, I think maybe had sponsored 18 young girls in the Brookings community. And, uh, these girls are recommended through a variety of reasons, but basically may not have some of the means and some of the resources that Maya and Tori did. That's the backstory here. Um, and, and because of that, they try and, and help them have those same experiences. And they not only send them to camp, but they also go out and buy equipment for them. So if it's shoes or you need a volleyball or soccer ball, water bottle, backpack, things that would make them feel like just a, a complete camper and have a great experience. And then throughout the year, 
They'll also interact with those girls and have them go to SDSU sporting events in those. And they'll pay for tickets for uh, the camper or for the student, but also pay for tickets for a family who wants to come and also you know, give them some money for concessions and just do some of the things that, you know, opportunities, create some of those opportunities and experiences that Maya and Tori certainly had when they were, you know, young girls growing up and help them get on the path of, of being where they're at. And then just recently they received a, uh, basically a, a grant from Gatorade, which is a significant dollar amount on a national level for her turn. And because of this grant, while they were out in California, they got invited to go to the ESPYs last night. So they actually attended the ESPYs. Uh, they weren't honored or it wasn't, you know, part of the SB show. It was more of a guest of Gatorade just to be there in attendance. And so they've taken this her turn thing and really grown it to a point where it's got some national recognition. And I don't think they have any mean, any desire to slow down. I think they've got plans on how they can continue it even after they graduate and move on from South Coast State. That's the cool part is they're going to keep doing it. And, you know, obviously, you know, Maya's a little more connected than Tori because she grew up not that far from Brookings, although... You know, once you go to, when, wherever it is you go to school, you, you have the opportunity to call that home if you want to. And it's clear for both of them because it's, they're, they're giving back to some, some of these girls in the Brookings area that may not have a chance to do these things. And how cool was it, by the way, to see those two young ladies at, on the red carpet at the ESPYs in gowns? I, mm-hmm. I like did not, a, not just a double take. It was like, wait a minute. Is that, is that really Tori and Maya? I'm used to seeing them in basketball jerseys. Yeah, I think they put quite a bit of time into the planning there and 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 picking out the right you know wardrobe and attire and and good for them for even having that opportunity. And, and this is in a time of really this all came about because of some of the rules that have allowed students athletes to use their name, image, and likeness. Right. Had those rules not changed, none of this could have happened. So I know we see. You know, we hear the story that the one player at one school is making six figures and their name, image, and likeness, and it seems like it's a money grab for everybody. There's some of those stories that are true, and, and they're, they're, they're okay. But there's just so many more stories like Tori and Maya that have benefited and used this name, image, and likeness for a really positive thing that doesn't impact them. Like Maya and Tori are not making money on this deal. They're not in it to, to pay themselves. They're in it to create opportunities for young people. So... Um, there, there's as many good stories to this whole name, image, and likeness as there are some of those kind of just money grab stories. So um, good for them, and and they've gotten a lot of help along the way. I think they would acknowledge that. But but when I say that, I continue just to remind people this would not have happened without their determination, their drive, their energy, because they had to go through a lot of hoops to get to this point. And it was twenty five grand they got from Gatorade on Tuesday night. That, that's that's kind of nice. Yeah, for sure. That's significant, and that impacts. You know, it impacts young people. When you think of it, and I don't want to give a dollar amount because I don't want to say the wrong, but Maya and Tori have, have figured out what it, you know, costs, what it costs to sponsor a, a young person to go to camps. And again, it far exceeds just the camp costs. Um, they even line up transportation because some of it's, hey, my, my daughter would love to go to a camp, but I work all day, so I have no ability to, to get my daughter that I can't just take off and pick up and drop off. So they line up transportation, they line up you know, meals before and after. I mean, they really take care of everything to to create that opportunity. And, it, and it's going to people who, who really need those things. It's not just a, uh, hey, we're handing out things. There's a process they have to go through to, to be selected. And it's it's really impacting, you know, people that may not have that same opportunity without it. And, and my and Tori have been pretty committed to making that happen. And like I said, it's really neat that they'll continue this 
Um, they'll set up kind of an ambassador program, I think they're calling it, where they can use current student athletes that will always be here as my and Tori graduate and move on and try and keep it keep it going the way it is. And when I when they get to camp season and you see them, they're really busy because they're working. Uh, but you can also see just the spark and, and joy that they have during that kind of summer few months where they really get to go out and see, you know, 11 months of work, really, that impact happens in, in that month of June or July, and, and it's a pretty neat experience for them. And I also would imagine it's <clears throat> it's difficult to kind of turn over that responsibility to, to somebody else who may be a younger player on the team, but that also helps the uh, the future jackrabbits who help out with this program to take more ownership in in becoming a jackrabbit and feel more a part of brooking for sure and i think it'll be whether it's her turn people that'll help out with that you know organization that foundation that they've started and i have to believe there's other women or men who will be student athletes that maybe will you know do something different but we're inspired because of what maya and tori are doing not not that maya Tori, you know, got to go to the SBs and you're inspired by that, but they'll be inspired because of the work they're doing with young people. And, and I do. I, I really believe that. I'm around it every day. I think the vast majority of student athletes still have a very, you know, connected service mentality. You know, they understand that they're in a great place, not just at South Dakota State, but in, in, in any university, really, especially STSU. But they, they see the value of that education. They understand the value of that you know, scholarship and the benefits and opportunities they have, and they want to be a part of those communities and those campuses. Uh, and then there are some, there's a few that are a little more transactional that's going to happen, and, you know, they're there for, for what it can give them. But uh, there's just so many stories like this, and, and we all in athletics have to do a better job of highlighting them and, and making sure people realize that because it's it's a pretty unique thing to be associated with a university, with an athletic department, and then also to see the the you know give back that happens. It, this is pretty cool, and my and Tori will inspire you know another, another great idea that somebody else will have and take it and run and and make it a pretty special thing too. Aaron Johnson's our guest, the uh, head basketball coach for the STSU women, and you just uh, spent a few days down in Mexico. Most of us uh, you know dream of going to Mexico on a vacation. I still haven't done that in all these years, believe it or not. Um, but. I, I, you weren't really there on vacation. You were there. How, how cool has it been for you to do this on several occasions now where you've gone to coach a USA basketball team? Yeah, it's really neat. I mean, you're, you're working with USA basketball. You know, these aren't the one-offs or the things where you take just kind of foreign tours and things with a grand group of people. You're working with USA basketball. This is the same basically organization that puts together the Olympic men's basketball team, the Olympic women's basketball team, same group that's taking um, the U19, you know, girls basketball, women's basketball is playing in Spain here soon. And it's, it's a part of a incredible, you know, organization where uh, excellence is, is really the goal. And so to be affiliated with that in any capacity, is just pretty remarkable. I'm, you know, just a small town kid that never in my life would have dreamed of being a part of, you know, an international basketball, USA basketball competition and have a couple of chances now is just pretty, you know, remarkable. So um, I like to do it because I learn an awful lot. I love to be a part of the USA kind of umbrella and trying to do one small part in representing, you know, our women's basketball on a national level. Uh, it's just really, really neat, neat experience. And don't take it for granted because there's a lot of, you know, great people out there to have these chances is is something that's pretty special. You're gone a lot, and you have to give up a lot away from your own team, your own staff, obviously family, and 
and everybody back home. So it's a big sacrifice, but but certainly one that's been really valuable and, and really meaningful. So what impressed you the most about this group of kids? Is this like high school seniors and college freshmen? So there's different levels that are always going on. The group that I worked with a couple years ago was one of the U18, U19 teams, and that was during COVID. So our U18 trip was cut because of that. So we finished with the U19, and we won that uh, World Cup. And that, that U18, U19 is happening now with a different group. And then this summer, I worked in what's called the America. And so the America is is a tournament that's played uh, in all of the teams from the Americas, North America, Central America, South America, all come together. And this is really a qualifier for the Olympics. Uh, the gold medal team is automatically moved forward into the Olympics, and other teams then are, you know, selected or evaluated based on how they perform in other FIBA events, including this America. And so you're playing against, for us, we're playing against some of the other countries like Brazil who won the gold medal. Several of the players on their team will play in the Olympics. Like that was very close to their Olympic team. Canada had several of their Olympic team members play. And because of what happened in the United States for this America, all of our, the majority of, I should say, of our Olympic players are playing in the WNBA, and they're not released mm-hmm. to play in the America Cup. So for us, we have college athletes that represent the United States in this America Cup. So our average age, I don't know, probably around 20, 21 years old, all college students, and we're playing against teams that are, you know, 34, 35, 28. They've had years and years and years of Olympic you know, you, of, of international basketball. Uh, and so that was the biggest challenge, just the experience level. Our talent level was great. The commitment from the athletes, everything about it was great. But we're putting together a team in about seven, eight days, and some of these other countries have been playing together for years. And that makes it a challenge, a fun challenge. And in many ways, we, we overcame some of that. But Brazil, in our case, was very, very good, very talented, and, and deserving of that gold medal. Everything. So how weird is it to not be the head coach? <laughs> I really like it, to be honest with you. I just was in a position where I've been a head coach so long. Um, it really forces you to go back and, and think differently. Like your job is to to support the head coach, Cammy, in this case, who is the head coach at Washington State. And she's got a long, you know, history with USA basketball from an athlete and a coach. She's been on the Olympic or the the national selection committee, which picks teams and coaches. So she's about as as veteran experienced with that group as you can be. She was great. And then Katrina Merriweather, the head coach at Cincinnati. Katrina and I were both assistants for Cami. And I, I enjoy it. You know, it's, um, I don't want to say less stressful, but um, you, you stress about the things that you're told to stress about. You're not stressing about the big picture, every detail. And I didn't mind being a little more compartmentalized for a few days. Uh, but the pressure, too, is you don't want to let that you know, head coach down. You want to make sure you're you're doing what's asked and do it in a really high level. So, uh, but you learn a lot for sure. How we do things offensively, defensively. Some are confirmed. Some are thinking, oh, we could change that and do that better. And then, you know, the athletes are, are world class. They're some of the best in the country. So you're working with just really dedicated and driven young women to to help kind of pursue that goal. And I think the coolest part, you know, you're playing, you're competing, the travel, all those things are neat. But there's just something about it when you're standing there and you hear. Before a game, you know, your national anthem is played and the other country's national anthem is played. It's just, it, it's, a, it's a powerful thing to feel like you're really doing your best to represent, you know, a much larger, oh, country, obviously, but a much larger feeling or, or, or commitment or affiliation. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a really kind of moving thing to, to be a part of. So really lucky to do it and, and, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Good to be home, though. You miss a lot, but, but it was a fun experience. Yeah. Your kids, 
your kids are the age to where I'll bet you noticed changes in them, even though you hadn't been gone that long, but you've been gone long enough to where, oh, hmm, she wasn't doing that when I left. Yeah, they find those changes in me, too. We eat pretty good on those trips. I think they were looking at things. Yeah, you better start working out again, buddy. Uh, so they, they probably goes both ways. But, yeah, it's fine. And we stay, you know, connected to them. And I'm trying to remind myself whether it's, you know, our players or even our family, our kids, whatever. Just hopefully good for them to, you know, to aspire to do some neat things, too. And if they just keep plugging away, you know, good things can happen. So there's some, some positive to that, too. You know, uh, you, I don't know how much you can talk about this, but you have four future Jackrabbits that played on that Nike national team, the, the Sanford Sports Academy team that, that won a championship a couple of nights ago. That was pretty cool too. Yeah, I can't talk about it at all from the recruiting perspective of it. Um, I, I think it's really cool to see local players, you know, highlighted in a national way for sure. You know, that team had eight really good nine really good players on it a group of of young local girls who are excelling on the national level which is really neat to see and and i've always said basketball in our area from the college level division one division two you know naia all the way down the high school levels has always been fantastic and a huge part of why we've had success over the years so uh, fun to see that team recognized really on a national level i think and and uh, they obviously performed really well, so that was cool to see, too. And don't you think the fact that uh, I, we've always had, I've always said high school basketball, girls basketball, has probably had more Division One scholarships than any other sport. I, I don't even think it's probably. It's maybe wrestling. Uh, and, and now that the girls have SDSU and USD to stay home and play Division One college basketball, don't you think that's helped raise the level of, of the sport in this area? Yeah, I think so. I think it kind of goes back to what I was talking about, like with her turn and, and for me being a part of USA Basketball. Anytime you're just exposed or, or something is put in front of you that forces you to aspire to something a little bit more, a little bit higher, it just opens doors and it, it, it you know, raises the level of play. And so when we were really good in Division Two years ago, young people aspired, I think, to that and because they were connected to either USD or SDSU or Augustana, whatever. And those things kind of grew when we went Division One. Now we were, you know, exposing, I think, young people in our area to something different. And you have Notre Dame come to town or Oregon or Louisville, and now those young people are seeing that and they're thinking, ooh, I could do that too. So, yeah, I, I really believe it, it just raises the the visibility of women's basketball and uh, the expectation of success and the feeling that I can do that for a young person. And we're seeing that because there's just so many young, talented players in our area. Some will play Division One, some will play really good Division Two, really good NAI basketball. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot of really good college players in the next several years for sure. All right. I'm going to save more questions for next time because we're out of time. But we, you and I could yak forever about women's basketball and how much it's grown. It's just uh, it's phenomenal. It's been fun to observe yeah. all that, and I'm sure fun for you to be a part of it, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, say hi to Lori and the kids and enjoy this break. And if you can get a team put together, play uh, play in our summer skip day tournament on July 28th. That's at 10 in the morning at Madison Country Club. I'll text you the phone number. And uh, please have Justin call me. <laughs> Will do. Thanks a bunch. All right. See ya. Thanks a lot. Aaron Johnson, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll be right back. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors. 
and we'll match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Looking for a new career? How about one where you can help save lives? The customers of Rosenbauer Worldwide depend on them so they can do just that. No experience in manufacturing? No problem. Rosenbauer's on-the-job training will have you wiring a complete fire truck in no time at all. And personal time off starts from day one with 10 paid holidays. Join the Rosenbauer family today by applying online at buildfiretrucks.com. That's buildfiretrucks.com. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Insurance and Trust not FDIC insured. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And also by Lewis Drug. Lewis Drug has been around, it was started in downtown Sioux Falls in 1942, in February of 1942. Do the math, uh, 2023, 2023 minus 1942 is 81 years. That's how long they've been in business. Just uh, a testament to how they've done things right for their customers over all these years and taken such great care of all of us. I tell the story all the time. When I moved to Sioux Falls in 1978, 
I needed a place to get my prescriptions filled. And uh, Lewis Drug had a, a pretty new store right out by me, and it has become, that's my store. That's my Lewis Drug store. It's Lewis Southwest. Um, that's Mark's store. And they've just been so good to me over the years that I, there's just no way. There's no way I'm going to go somewhere else. And the beauty is they now offer so many more things that they didn't offer when I first started going there. Uh, whether it's groceries or liquor or your prescriptions or greetings cards or whatever, they've got it all at Lewis Drug. No question about it. They do such a good job. 81 years. They have 60 locations. Mine's Lewis Southwest. What's yours? Um, and I can stop into another one if I want. I don't, I don't like to, but sometimes I've done this where if they don't have the card that I want because they're out, I'll go to another one, and they've they've always got it. So, yeah, Lewis is not just your first stop. It is your only stop. And, and again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, what I would do if I was those Hall of Fame guys on Sunday, you know, maybe not going after the races and everything. I think I'd go to Arby's first on my way out there, just, you know, so I, I'm just feeling really content with with life when we start those hall of fame ceremony stuff congrats to all five of those guys and uh, we're back again tomorrow thanks for listening to calling all sports today's show was brought to you by arby's overhead door great life health and fitness lewis drug fireplace pros sanford health dakota bank rosenbauer dakota beverage vance thompson vision Corey Insurance, Hag Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.